Hello and welcome to the whole nine yards. This is Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky and Draven Bridgman. And we are here for our second week back. It is divisional weekend, divisional playoff round of the NFL. And we had a few games, a few really fun games this past weekend for wildcard weekend. Uh, six, six games were played and six winners were declared. We have four I guess we have only eight teams now left. Four games uh, this weekend, two Saturday, two Sunday, and we're really looking forward to them. So we can go. We're going to go over the Wild Card Weekend games first before we do anything, and we'll go predict our divisional games from there. So we'll start with the Seahawks and the Niners NFC West matchup, and that one was a little sad because yeah. it looks like the Seahawks had a chance to uh, pull off a really good upset, a really big upset, and they ended up blowing it, which was sad because they were leading at halftime. But I got a little good. too excited, I want to say, uh, because going into half, obviously, I was confident. I was like, well, there's no way. And then we just uh, we got killed in every which way. I mean, we it, it, there wasn't a part in the second half that the 49ers weren't firing off of, so mm-hmm. it's really hard to stop that. And yeah. they beat us three times in a year, so they're just better, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. It yeah. was... It was sad, but well, I just like it's just so dangerous what the 49ers have built, and I think oh it's goodness. really weird, like how. Um, well, first of all, we should just give props to Kyle Shanahan. He can mm. make Brock Purdy look good, but I think that there's been some overreaction about Brock Purdy. I think his um, youth and inexperience will maybe shadow a little bit more in the later part of the playoffs, but I think that he did very well considering the fact that he's never played a playoff game. But yeah, he just he just did what he had to do. This offense it's 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 really it's scary. scary yeah, it's it's scary. insanely scary. Yeah, it's uh and that defense was the number one in the league overall throughout the season. So when you pair those two together it's it makes for a really good team. Yeah. Going they, back on hold on, going back on Brock Purdy, I, I wanna mm-hmm. agree with Brock because he is not even the for sure starter next year. Well, the thing is, is so like, like I see, what? I saw a ton of people like saying he was insane. He had four total touchdowns, which that's great. But mm-hmm. when you take into account that like two of his touchdown <laughs> passes were like thirty or forty yards after the catch, like that's you know, like he he, had and he some has good the throws. most dangerous offense in football. And the thing is, like if Kyle Shanahan can make Jimmy G look good, and I'm pretty sure he can make Brock Purdy look like an All Pro quarterback. That's what yeah. he looks like. He he did look like that yeah. this uh this past weekend. So we'll move on to probably the craziest game of the weekend, and that's really saying something because there were some good games this weekend. Chargers Jags. Now the Chargers blew a twenty seven zero lead. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, it's yeah, it's unbelievable. I I could have believed it if you said that. Absolutely tragic in a playoff <laughs> game. Justin Herbert's first game. Brandon Staley. I'm pretty sure that. He's on the he's that, on the way out. He hasn't been fired yet, but I, th- I don't think he's gonna be fired. It, yeah, if they haven't fired him now, it's yeah, it's been a while, and I thought for sure that he would have already uh, got the boot, but he has he hasn't yet. That's uh, a little surprising to me, <laughs> but uh, Chargers twenty seven zero lead. Trevor Lawrence moving on in his first playoff game. After that that lead, I thought the game was over. For the Chargers, I thought they had the game for wrapped sure. up. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, how do you come back? How do you come back twenty seven? And, they and it, I don't know. I honestly can't even explain that game. It's it was one of the crazier games I'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, that it reminded me of the Chiefs Colts game from like ten years ago yeah. when they had a twenty eight zero lead in the playoffs and blew it. It was like eerily reminiscent of that. It's yeah. just I think um, it's just this Chargers team. It's it's kind of been their luck this season, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it's a lack of uh, coaching. I think Justin Herbert just didn't play very well. Like you look at his stat line for putting up thirty points, he had two hundred seventy three yards and a touchdown pass on forty three passes. Like they didn't do like offensively, they weren't firing off of all cylinders. Like we look at Austin Eckler, thirteen carries, thirty five yards, two touchdowns. They weren't letting him get get over three yards a carry, and so. Mm-hmm. Props to the Jaguars' defense. They gave up some big plays here and there, but they ended up pulling it together in the end. Only allowed three points in the second half. But, well, we know Joe Lombardi. He's out. He's gone. Yeah. And so that's something they're going to have to figure out, like who's going to step up, who's going to be able to make Justin Herbert the star they want him to be eventually. But, yeah, this game was just a bloodbath, and mm-hmm. it kind of just showed all the discrepancies that are – present on the Chargers offense as of right now. Yeah. There's yeah. there's no denying that. For sure. Absolutely. 
And we'll go to another divisional matchup. This time it's in the AFC East, Dolphins and Bills. Uh, Dolphins keeping it a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be. It's 31-34. Yeah. to 34. Bills got the W. Skylar Thompson, man, with a lot of screens. Like I said, he threw a lot of screens. He didn't throw a lot of screens. Like, for <laughs> being... Yeah, he did. I know, so he, he did. Oh, I yeah, thought you he said did. he didn't. Look, here's the thing that I'm just saying. Like, if the Bills and the Bengals are going to play like they have been recently, there's no chance they're going to win the AFC. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Bills' defense is is atrocious, especially against a third-string undrafted free agent quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen, Josh Allen's turnover rate is yeah. just absolutely Let incredible. Let me say this game made me these two games made me really happy as a Chiefs fan. The and the Bengals. The Bengals well. haven't played a good four, quarter of football in a good four weeks. Yeah, exactly. I can say that confidently. Like they have not played good football. And the Skylar Thompson, I thought they would put up like 13 points at best. It would just be like a 30 to 13 game. I also, yeah. And there's like I can't believe that. And the Bills would close. just run away with it, and get an easy first round bye. And Skylar Thompson did not let that happen. And I, I, if Tua was there, man, I think they would have got it done. Yeah, I, d- I agree. Like I think mm-hmm. if Tua was present in that football game, mm-hmm. they would have definitely won that game, especially with just like. They, they didn't score that much off of uh, Josh Allen's turnovers, which he turned the ball over three times, right? Yeah. Yes, Two picks times. and a fumble. He's just you – know, he's got to take care of the football better or he's going to end up facing – like, I think – Or he'll go home this round. He, he will go home against the Bengals, yeah. which I would welcome that. The Bengals aren't playing good football. Uh-huh. Um, and I would welcome uh, – I would, I would the Chiefs should be happy to play either of these two teams right now, especially with how they're kind of I agree. collapsing internally I'd rather see right the Bengals now. right now, I think. But we'll get into that. I mean, the Bills are dangerous, but, like, Uh we've seen what the Bills' defense is like right now, and I think that Mahomes could cook them up. I don't Mm -hmm. think people understand how big of a difference uh, Vaughn Miller made. Yes. Like they went from all like, the difference. <laughs> like with four man rush, I'm pretty sure like when when Vaughn Miller was on defense, their four man rush, like they were second in the league in pressures. Yeah. And without him and only a four man like rush. The so lowest like, blitz rate like twenty seventh in the league in pressure rate. Mm-hmm. So like Vaughn Miller literally made all the difference in the world for them. Yeah, yeah. and that makes me think that uh I know we have obviously have to get past the Jaguars first, the Chiefs, but if they can face the Bills and they can just do a lot of running on them. That's exactly right. Like, we know they're not going to blitz on Mahomes. You just run the ball with Pacheco, maybe get the ball to McKinnon a lot more. work your RPO game, man, and that that could be easy pickings. Yeah, that's Kansas City's money game right there. Yeah, RPOs. Boy, does he run a lot of those. Anyway, Bill's got it done 34-31 against their divisional opponents. Uh, Like we said, a lot closer. And we'll move on to the Giants-Vikings. Now, that game was one that caught me by surprise. Danny Dimes. Yeah. Woo! Who I that gave was probably flex. the best game of his career. <laughs> yeah, I think. gave a little he, flex. Uh, he's actually never uh, celebrated. I was I was listening to I forgot who, but he never celebrated before yesterday. Really? Never. Like from a podcast, someone said that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he had like two total touchdowns and like 375 yards and like was just looking really efficient. He was looking awesome. And man, does that speak wonders to Brian Dable because that yeah. dude can get anyone open. Isaiah Hodgins was cooking. Yeah, like these like, receiving wow. core, get this man some real receivers. Isaiah Hodgins, no, Darius Slate, I can't believe. Richie James, he was. He's Lawrence Cager, like who are these people that I'm reading off? Like exactly. seriously, it's weird. Um, but yeah, get this man some receivers in the offseason and mm-hmm. you're going to have a legit contender. Like uh, yeah. I'm not saying they're not a contender now. I, I don't think they'll make it past next round, but I think that it should not be a surprise to this team. This team has a great defense, first of mm-hmm. all. And they did exactly what I said they would do last week. They doubled up on Justin Jefferson and they got the job done, especially yep. at the first after that first drive. Like they just did not give him anything. Four catches, 47 yards to end the day. Mm-hmm. He had like that's, four catches yeah. on that opening drive. Against Justin Jefferson, that's a good day. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. And also, I think Dable has given that a whole team confidence exactly through the roof through the roof and it's very it's very present like we can see it yeah so that was a very entertaining game i watched that on the drive back um from jeff city and me and my dad were rooting for the giants just because we like to see underdogs and that was uh definitely a fun one and uh another wow another divisional opponent game uh three of the six were divisional games this one is the ravens Bengals of the afc north Bengals. Uh, scratched and clawed and fought their way to a 24-17 win over the Ravens. Ravens, uh, even with Tyler Huntley in there, 
They looked like they were about to come away with the W. Tyler Huntley fumbles on the goal line. Hubbard. The, Wasn't that Hubbard? Uh, I don't it know was, who caused it. Was, it. Uh, it was Hooser linebacker. It was one of their middle linebackers. that caused Logan it. Wilson? No, the one, no, other one. The one that Jermaine was, Pratt. Jermaine okay, Pratt. Who ran it back? Uh, it was, it was uh, Hubbard. Hubbard, Hubbard yeah. ran it back. Tyler Huntley reached for the goal line. He was like two yards out, and uh, Pratt just slapped the ball out of his hands. It lands right in the hands of... Hubbard and he runs in 98 yards for a touchdown. I think Hubbard now holds the uh, Cincinnati record for longest touchdown on their team. He might. Yeah. Uh, that was a really crushing blow for the Ravens, looking like they might beat their uh, division rivals even without Lamar Jackson, and they just couldn't quite uh, bring it out. But I just think it's, entertaining game. Yeah, I just think it's odd how like the ba- that they got lucky. They basically mm-hmm. got lucky with that one. I'm not yeah. saying that. I mean, do you mean Joe Burrow? 209 passing yards and a touchdown. That's not going to cut it if you nope. want to face off against any of the other under, uh, like big dogs in the AFC. Not uh-huh. with the 30 point scoring Bills. No. Yeah. No, I mean even even that like the like they will the Bills will kill them if they play like that next week. Mm-hmm. But like their defense has been playing well. Their defense they should be confident in. Their offense is not playing well at all. No, it's like not. it is it is, and they they go through these waves right. They have these, like, a five-week spread. Like, this happened earlier in the season where they, like, play, like, absolute garbage offensively. And then, like, two weeks, they'll, like, wash everything out. Five touchdown passes for Joe Burrow, like, mm-hmm. three for some rando. And, like, they just run the ball very well. It's, they, they have these weird inconsistencies that I think they need to be addressed in the offseason. But, yeah, if they play like this next week or even the week after, they're not going to win. Right. No, there's there's uh, no denying that. It's only going to get harder from here. Like you said, 209 passing yards, that's not going to cut it. Uh, mm-hmm. The Ravens' defense, hey, they did pretty much as much as they could. They only allowed 17 points against that offense. and uh, I was really rooting for the Ravens, man, but they just couldn't quite pull it out. So that makes me uh, – we'll get into this a little bit later, but Lamar Jackson's situation just got a little bit more complicated. Yeah. But anyway, this was the game we talked about last week that was going to be a toss-up, and – I yeah. was so happy about this one. I, I mean, I was. I had been saying pleasantly for, surprised. I had been saying this for two months that the Cowboys were going to be beat the Bucks in the, in the first round, and they it wasn't close. The Cowboys just. I was yeah. I was just amazed. I was kind of amazed. I uh-huh. really, I I really was. I'm not gonna lie when I'm telling you that I thought they were gonna go out there and do that. Um, yeah, Brady looked slow. He just no yeah. one on that team looked good. And Dak looked very good. In well, the yeah, pocket. Dak looked great, but like, jeez, uh-huh. it's just it's so inconsistent. I just can't, I can't tell what version. Of Dak, like we we were talking about like what version of Dak we were yeah. gonna get. We got the we got the all the pro very, version. Yeah, the all pro version, the very good version. <laughs> but like, it's just you play like that, you can be anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you just if you can't, like, it's it's really yeah. odd to me, honestly. They are either. They're like one of the best teams in the NFC, or they're a first-round exit team. Exactly. And it's so inconsistent, and I think, you know, they're coming up on the on the Niners here, and that's going to get exposed if they're that inconsistent again. But uh, they got it done. I, I just didn't think the Buccaneers' offense would put it together, and they didn't against that pass rush. They just never really had a chance. But uh, that was the final game that was played on Monday night. Cowboys and Bucks, that is. And I guess now we can move on to our predictions. Jaguars and Chiefs is the first one on Saturday at 3.30 at Arrowhead. So uh, we guys, or we can start with you guys on what y'all think about these upcoming games. You know, I mean, we're going to start with the Jags-Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So, look, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind here the Chiefs are going to win this football game. We know that Doug Peterson's playing mind games already. He's got his little puppet Trevor Lawrence right. saying, uh, like, like mocking Kansas City, saying, I don't yeah, think they're... that sta- was insane. No, no, no. That, they're okay, not that much louder. No, that, that's a mind game. Yeah, you know Doug Peterson is, right? He used to he used to be the offensive coordinator in Kansas City when they broke that record. They're playing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get Kansas City's crowd to work against Kansas City, like be way right. too loud for their offense, mess up huddles, so that it's a mind game. It's Doug Peterson being smart which everyone's obviously taking seriously, which is exactly what he wanted. But, uh, look, Jacksonville, they just didn't they didn't have much rhythm last time the Chiefs played them. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're going to turn the ball over four times, um, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. We had five sacks against um, ja- Jacksonville when we played them in the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was when left tackle Cam Robinson was playing. He's out for the season. So. Right. They're going to go up, and they're going to 
play a lot of football against a depleted offensive line that may not even have Brandon Sheriff. Yeah, something I would like to mention is in that first game, the Chiefs won by 10, 27-17, and the Chiefs lost the turnover battle 3 to nothing. They turned the ball over three times and won by two possessions, which I think is uh, something to mention here because I don't know, they haven't been making those mistakes lately. Yeah. And if they don't, I think it's going to be over yeah, the, pretty early. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely Chiefs, no doubt Chiefs. I do think it's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit closer mm-hmm. than maybe people think, but Chiefs will come up out, out with, that one, with at least one possession for yeah. sure. I did a score prediction yesterday, and mine was like 34-23, I think, is was my score That's prediction. Pretty, yeah. I think it's a fair yeah, score. Accurate, I, uh-huh. I just know that like last time we played them, Travis Etienne wasn't doing much, mm-hmm. and they were real, like way too reliant on their passing attack, and so that yeah. didn't end up very well because Trevor Lawrence didn't have that much time in the, pl- in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And so like when it comes to that this week, like we, we watched. That was the game that... Karloft has started to step up. Mm-hmm. And so now we have Karloft is playing very good football. Chris Jones playing at an all-pro le- higher than an all-pro yeah. level, playing at a defensive player of the year level. And no Brandon Sheriff, who was a big factor in blocking Chris Jones last time. If he's not playing, which he hasn't participated in practice all week. Oh, that's a big loss. Yeah, that's Brandon a huge Sheriff. loss. Chris Jones will eat you up. Hey, Chris Jones will eat you alive if uh-huh. you don't have Brandon Sheriff on that field, who is a great guard, by the way. He is. No, yeah. he's one of the best guards in the league. And, yeah. um, but that's why that's so important, because if you lose him against Chris Jones, Chris Jones Chris will Jones will be in the backfield games. in half a second. Yeah, he will. He absolutely will. Uh, which is something we couldn't say last year. Uh, I mean, about our pass rush anyway, because we were actually second in total sacks this year, which was... It, that's crazy. A huge improvement from last year. For sure. And if that continues in the playoffs, uh, we should be we should be in the Super Bowl. No no question. But anyway, actually, something I found out this week. This is crazy. Frank Clark, Frank the Shark Clark, is fifth all time in playoff sacks. Playoff <laughs> sacks does he have? Like twelve or something. Really? But he's fifth all time. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a, weird? That's an insane stat. I didn't know that at all. It's it's and everyone hates on him for not getting enough. Yeah, no. Well, That's on the funny. on our Super Bowl run a few years ago, he had like five sacks in three games, which is what I guess kickstarted him. But hey, uh, crazy stuff. Now we're moving to an NFC East matchup in the divisional round, the late game Saturday. That is Giants Eagles. So we just got done talking about Danny Dimes and how good of a game he had. But I think it stops here. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles get him. I think there's two well balanced. It has to be the Eagles. It has to be like. I think it's gonna be a close game because if they play really well, you know, it's a divisional opponent. They look super efficient. I I'm just gonna go with the Eagles. They've been the better team this it, year. I just don't see the receivers being able to do anything. Like I, yeah. they did last week, but I mean that's against the old Pat Pete. You could say. Well, it was old, yeah. Vikings had the worst passing defense in the yeah, league. Yeah, and sure. and their corners like 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 you said, James Bradbury. Like you even said, James Bradbury is just as good as Jair Alexander. Put him up against Isaiah Hodgins, and then, yeah. then what? Exactly. Then, here's the thing that is, I'm gonna pick the Giants. Ooh. I think uh, I think yeah. I think look I think Saquon Barkley is gonna run all over this offense or this defense. My mistake, and they're gonna win this football game. Look, they haven't played as a group or the Eagles haven't played as a group in like almost a month. And I'm talking about like Jalen Hurts hasn't played on that offense, and the rest mm-hmm. of that team hasn't played completely healthy in a very long time. Mm. And that's gonna come back to bite them, especially when you haven't played in two weeks and the Giants are as hot as they are. Hey, and the uh, Giants' defense, like I'm not gonna, you can't, you can't sit there and say like the Eagles have a great offense, yes, mm-hmm. but we we just saw them shut down Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in football, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm thoroughly confident that Wink Martindale will be able to get some pressure, especially since Lane Johnson isn't playing. Like always, oh, not. I didn't know y- that. You gotta you gotta remember that Thibodeau's having a great season. He, Thibodeau Thibodeau's playing very well recently so is Dexter Lawrence he's playing great football in the mm-hmm. interior it's, it's going to be a very tough battle I think the Giants will come out on top I, think it's be hey, I hope you're battle. right I would love to see that happen. you know what yeah I I, I do want to see the Giants kind of I like Daniel Jones I, I just I don't see it Eli but I would Manning love to see bad. it <laughs> um so next is the game we've pretty much been waiting for for like four or five weeks now. This was the uh, DeMar Hamlin situation in the first matchup of these two teams. That was the Bengals-Bills. That was originally uh, played on the Bengals' 
field and now it's moving to the Bills home stadium in New York and that's Bills Bengals obviously that's the early slate on Sunday uh really the matchup I've been waiting for for these last few weeks is is this one yeah that game got canceled obviously yeah it looked Mm -hmm. like it was gonna be like a shootout like Mm -hmm. it was 7-3 really fast Bills had the ball or no obviously Bengals had the ball Bengals looked good to start that game they did I mean scripting is on their side in this one uh, but they'll have to figure out a different approach because the Bills now know it's coming. So mm-hmm. they'll have to, like, I, I doubt they'll be able to run the ball very well against, with, with Joe Mixon. He didn't run the ball well. He hasn't hasn't been the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm I'm going to take the Bills on this one. I just think that if Josh Allen limits his turnovers and is able to carve yeah. up this defense, there's no way the Bengals' offense is going to be able to recover. I also went Bills. I think that offense is just going to be a little too much for the Bengals' D to handle. But uh, just too explosive. Stephon Diggs is going to get open. Josh Allen's going to make plays. Even though he, he's turned the ball over a lot lately, I think he's going to be – he'll be just fine on this one. They're on their home turf. I got the Bills. So this one's kind of hard for me, and mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it. But I, I'm going to go Bengals. I had Bengals when they when they played earlier this season, not in the playoffs. Me too. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Bengals again. And I I'm going to go Bengals because – that that turnover battle that that Josh Allen's really playing with right now is kind of mm-hmm. bad, and I, when Joe Burrow plays his best football, it's he can throw 500 in a game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it. Yeah. Do you really think you'll be able to hang 500 on the Bills' defense though? Like I'm not saying they're not bad, but they're they're still. Well, it, they're, it has yeah. to be yeah. like a perfectly called game because Mahomes yeah. did it last year in the playoffs, or like he had like 450 or something. Um, but it has and they to be had like a hide last year too. Has, yeah, it has to be a perfectly called and executed game. I, I for think them, for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, I do. And, I think it will happen. No, can it? Yes, I think it'll have a great game, not a 500 yard game, but I think it'll have a good game. Yeah, better um, than Josh Allen. As a Chiefs fan, I think I'd rather see the Bengals. But <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't. Like you personally, I think I think you'd rather see the Bills. I mean, we beat the Bills in the playoffs for well, yeah. what three straight years, but well, like. I, I, I just still got a bad taste in my mind. I just want to beat the Bengals so bad. As a non-Chiefs fan, I would rather see them play the Bills because I think you guys would lose to the Bengals. Well, really? like just it's it's like a kryptonite thing. Like yeah, for some reason, yeah. like we would have beat them if Travis Kelsey didn't fumble that this last time. Absolutely. Like that's the thing is like luck's never really on our side. The first time we played them, it was a terribly called game by refs. Mm-hmm. Second game, we just crapped our pants at halftime. Right. And the third game this last year, Travis Kelsey fumbled, and we didn't get the ball back. We just couldn't get any momentum after that. Yeah. I'll never forget that, dude. My mom was – I was watching it with my mom, and she was like, they can't do that. They can't do that. And I was like, yes. What's the game this year? Yeah, when they uh, stood him up and ripped it out of his hand. Uh-oh. And I was like, yes, they can. Hey, hey, that was a late whistle, I will say, but whatever. We lost. We lost. It's whatever. Uh, Cowboys-Niners, that is a – uh, a rematch of last year's. I don't know if that was the wild card or divisional round last year, but they played last year in the playoffs, and we all know what happened. Dak went to go for. He ran the ball when they had very limited time left. Slid, in the middle of the field. Yeah, and time ran out, <laughs> and that was like the most Cowboys way to finish a game. Yeah. Uh, Niners pulled off the upset, and this time it is in the Bay Area. Niners are the. Uh, I'm actually I think the Cowboys are favorited. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, but I think they are. Um, I think they were like minus three yesterday, but I, I'm going Niners. I don't think there's any way that the Dak, the Dak show is going to continue in this week. I think that de- that defense is just too good, and I, th- I think that offense is uh, too efficient. So I'm going Niners. Yeah, I I I'm gonna go Niners, but I'm skeptical because I do think that like we watched last week, like a great offensive line, Tampa Bay. Get absolutely pummeled yeah. by Micah Parsons, and he he was a he wrecked that game on that side of the football. Like I don't remember, he had like eleven pressures or something like that. He, he was just back he, was, there almost every time. he was exactly he was terrorizing Tom Brady all game long, and like I I don't think that anything's different here. I think that if he if if Brock Purdy has an elite defender in his face. I'm I'm very interested to see how he responds. I'm a, I'm actually the exact because he, same way. Because ex- the thing is, like with Brock Purdy, we haven't seen him <laughs> under like terrible pressure yet. Right. And so if we see him like, 
I want to see what he looks like stepping up into the pocket. I want to see what he looks like under pressure. I want to see what he looks like because like that's the decisions you have to that like that's the things you have to see to make a decision whether this guy is that guy or not. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So like I'm 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 gonna take the Niners, but I would not be surprised if the Cowboys won this football game. That's setting up you know, a Cowboys yeah. Giants or yeah, that'd be a divisional round. Uh, that'd be like a div- in, di- in division. NFC Championship game mm-hmm. if they if the Cowboys beat the Niners that'd be cool man I got I got Niners definitely um, they're playing such great football and their weapons are so amazing I just don't see you lose with those weapons but um, like you said there's no no saying Cowboys can't uh, can't do it yeah there's a uh, if Micah Hey, if there's anyone that that can uh, disrupt an offense, it's Mike Parsons. Yeah, and then exactly. you got and then you got Demarcus Lawrence coming off the other side. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a a fun matchup to say the least for these four games in the divisional round this week. So I guess we can move on to now. We have a, a free agent segment. So we have some players that are becoming free agents mm-hmm. this year after this season, and we're just gonna uh, name off where we think they're gonna land. Yeah, so I've got ten here, and so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and start with Tom Brady, right? Honestly, I think he's retiring. I don't think he's playing I also, again. I also think he's retiring. So, like, but if... Patriots. Really? Yeah. I told you guys that last week. You did say that last I week. I say, like, if he's going anywhere, let's say that, let's say that hypothetically Brock Purdy just Dude. poops his pants this week. Dude. Okay. I can't. There's no way he goes to the 49ers. I he grew up a 49ers fan. I know he did. I know. Well, that's his number. That if like if he's to go anywhere right now, it's the 49ers. I think the 49ers get him if he doesn't retire. I, I feel like he's not like. But the thing is, like the one thing, like uh, just like one thing I want to say is like, who would want him after watching the way he played last week? Well, that's why I was a little skeptical. Why would Kyle Shanahan want him? Because like in the court in his dude, you can build up any quarterback you want with Brady. You could build any quarterback up you want with Shanahan, but giving yeah. him the like the Brady experience, like I don't know, dude. Like it, have him sit under like that yeah, did with Alex Smith. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's exactly it. Well, yeah. if you even if you brought him in for a year, that would help out. I mean, you might have a quarterback battle with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, but I mean, let's say hold they on. would both grow. Hold on, let me let me let me say this: if they bring in Tom Brady, and they sit both Purdy and Lance. Who do you think grows more? Dude, Purdy. Really? Yeah. I think Trey Lance has the best, better physical tools out of there. And if he gets, like, be able to pick a mind yeah, off of, like, the greatest I've seen, quarterback Trey ever. Trey Lance I've has done absolutely Purdy, nothing. Yeah, I've seen Purdy do more, so that's why, like, he's well, one of Because, of course you can. Because well, know, well, he, he has, has, he's yeah, been I, injured. I know. That's exactly, I know. That's exactly it. But I've just seen Purdy do more, so I, I have to go Purdy. Like, like the the way I see when I was watching Trey Lance as a prospect, he reminds me a lot of what Jalen Hurts is right now. Like, that's what he he's just a tough runner. He's he's got a great arm, accuracy needs a little bit of work, but I think that like his physical tools are out of this world, and that's why he was picked. Yeah, well, third obviously, overall. I think Trey Lance's ceiling is higher, but as who I think is gonna grow more, I think it would be Brock Purdy. I think I just Brock Purdy plays like Tom Brady, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, a little bit. I think Trey Lance is obviously more dual threat, but yeah, I think he would pick up more. I think Purdy would pick up more from from because uh, it's more his playing from style. Brady. Yeah, that'd be like such like if you if like, that's why I say like San Francisco, Kyle <clears throat> Shanahan, you're gonna bring in this Super Bowl winning quarterback to your offense for one year. You're gonna do more because Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. play well. He just did not play well under. Who was it? Byron, Byron Leftwich, who just got fired. Yeah, just actually, because <laughs> he, he's a terrible offensive coordinator. But like now, you have a great quarterback, and you could control him if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And you have a great receiving core, good weapons. Which story is it's basically Tampa Bay all over again. What did they do with Tampa Bay? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I think that's more likely where he'll go is the 49ers. And then, like, after he retires, which I'm guaranteed... Like, listen, if he doesn't retire this season, I am almost for certain he's next, guaranteed, yeah, like, next sure. season. I think like, so. there's yeah, no way. I think so, too. 45? 45, dude. And, and wow. he's kind of Vince Cartering himself, and I don't yeah. want he him is. to do that. Uh, yeah, I know, you know the meme. I got one more. I got one I, more I got one me. more in me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope Brady doesn't ruin his legacy like that. But. Me, too. Man, he can't ruin his legacy. He's one... Seven rings. Yeah, there's, it's kind of hard to tarnish that one. True. I mean, yeah, that'd, 
That's true. I guess Vince Carter's a little different than Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, let's move to Lamar Jackson. Jets? Lamar I agree. Jackson. I said Jets. I think Jets have the money. I think mm-hmm. Jets have the like the so stage. They need yeah, he New needs York. To the Jets. He needs to, I think Jets work perfectly. I think I'm going to have to agree. I don't know who else would be like in a spot to sign him with money Panthers. and like a team that around him that he would want to go to. I don't think he would want to go to the Panthers. The thing is like it depends a lot on who they hire as their OC because yeah. I've heard that they're they're they've been in contact with Hackett. The Jets have really which Hackett as a head coach is terrible. Hackett as an OC though, like we saw what he was able to do with the Packers. Hey, like well, it's not that's bad. a lot of people. A lot of people aren't good coaches with or head coaches, but they're good coordinators. Because when you can focus on more like mm-hmm. one thing, yeah. I don't know, but I think I think I think it's the Jets. I also think Jets. I, I think I'm gonna agree. I just don't know who else would would I mean, uh, maybe, be able to pay. Maybe Commanders. Maybe I think they said Sam Howell's their starter though already. They said they are expecting Sam Howell to be their starting, which, hey. you know, that's that can mean anything. Some people are saying Patriots as well. They have the money. They do have the money, and I know— But the, the, it'd be the exact same thing as— As Baltimore. Because they have no receivers. No receivers. And, like, they're Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar, both free agents. Those are actually, like, the two best receivers in their free agent class. I kind of wish Gino did bad this season. Well, Juju. But yeah. Well, Juju and kind of DeAndre, but— yeah. If Geno Smith did bad this season, we could be talking about Lamar Jackson going to the Seahawks. We could. Uh, that, that's I, I did see something about that. Is it said like some if they do if they end up tagging Lamar and mm-hmm. trading him, that that would be a smart destination for him to go. Trade him Seattle. Get get one of those picks. Dude, we have so many. Like why I don't know why we're not. Trading hey, for you guys could time. do that actually. Trade, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no. Like trade Geno. We have and, we have the weapons, dude. Mm-hmm. Good tackles. Good quarter, good receivers, good, young running, good back. running back, like good defense. Yeah, up rising defense. Yeah, trade Geno that fifth overall pick to, you know, yeah. Baltimore get back Lamar on a tag and trade. I agree. I think that could be that could be fun. It's gonna. I'm really ready for this offseason just to see where, where all I'm these guys to, go. I need to see where all these quarterbacks go. Yeah, it's really strange. So next one, Josh Jacobs. Oh, I forgot about him. I don't I, think he's returning with the Raiders. I think he's expressed his frustration. Yeah, with he's that. gone from the Raiders. I actually, I'm gonna think. I think he resigns. I know that. Really? He, I know he did uh, express that frustration in that uh, at pre after game interview where he's like, oh, blah blah. I don't really know exactly what he said, but I know he was mad. Um, but I know he he has been uh, quoted saying that he wants to stay in Las Vegas, and I think if they get rid of Carr and bring in someone new. Uh, maybe he'll like it more. I, I just don't. I don't see him leaving. I don't know. I think he. Do the Jaguars have any cap space? I was thinking about fun places where he could land. Well, maybe for a year because Lawrence and Etn are about to be. Oh, up. they have Etn. I'm dumb. I don't think they would sign Jacobs. I said Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about like little places where he could land and still get. They have Chicago has a ton of money, mm-hmm. and I know they're going to spend. Oh, like yeah. they they're, they're, about to, they're about to build. Like they're about to like do a. They're gonna get so spill. much for that first pig. Well, I don't think they're gonna trade. I think they're taking Will Anderson without a doubt. Like you, they they, they they're could. going to sign a ton of free agents. Well, there's gonna be one or two teams that really want to get uh, Bryce or uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. And uh, I think they would trade for that first or second pick. So if they could trade back to like four or five and just go best player available. I think that would be smart. Yeah, I, I understand that, but, like, my philosophy is, like, they, they're in need of the best player available. You don't want to yeah. trade back and risk somebody else taking the best player that's, in that's the draft. True. Like, Will, Will Anderson's without a doubt the best player in the draft class. That's but I, I say Chicago. I know they're not probably going to re-sign David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. It's looking less and less likely, likely now. They had that rookie. I don't remember his name. Not, not a rookie, but he was a second-year guy who came in and played very well. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I think that Josh Jacobs would fit well in that offense. Like I know that they have a good running offense already, one of the best running teams in the league. But they have a lot of money. I don't see them shying away from spending on big names at all. Yeah, I think they should. I think that'd be fun. I mm... I think it's I think it's the most likely destination for him if he doesn't stay with Vegas. I think that's that's the likely destination for him. Yeah, you could be right, just because I don't know what other team would have all that cap space and the money to spend on a running back. Uh, no, that would make sense. I mean, if he doesn't re-sign, 
I would say he he would either go there. Or I I can't really think of like Keaton's another team that is in dire need of a yeah back. or has the I mean yeah like we said it's the most expendable position so yeah so I like Chicago. That's well, not I mean bad. didn't he run for eight hundred eighteen hundred no, yards? No, no, he's different. Obviously, <laughs> he's he's way different, but. I feel like he'd go to like a behind, behind a crappy offensive line as mm-hmm. as well. I feel like he'd go to an off the wall team like the Cardinals who are trying to do too much. Yeah, but, that, that that does seem like something they would do. But that's you know who knows with that one. All right, so next one is Tony Pollard. I got the Ooh. Panthers. That's a good one. I didn't think about that one. I do have the Panthers. They're, I in, like a, Panthers. they're, they're in a rebuild mode right now. They I like have Panthers. they have Chuba Hubbard, but I mean realistically, what's he gonna do you? I am say I am sticking with the Chiefs. I think Tony Pollard is a chief. That. I was thinking it, but I'm like, well, dude, I, I you don't guys think have so many running backs. I don't think they're gonna repay Jarek McKinnon. Like, I know he deserves the money. He's yeah. a great receiving back, but why would you pay him if he's wasn't he like? Isn't he thirty? He's old. He's he played, older. He played for yeah. the 49ers and Vikings. He's obviously been really good, but I think he's a little older. Yeah, I think they would much rather be happy if they spent the money on Tony Pollard, which we know that Tony Pollard's successful in a one-two punch kind of a thing. Saw it with him and Zeke. Mm-hmm. I think him and Pacheco would work very well, balance balance the offense off right. But I think Tony Pollard would fit very well in Andy Reid's offense. I agree. And they have the Chiefs are going to have a little bit more money this season because they don't have all those receivers mm-hmm. that they need to pay. I don't think they're going to keep very many of them. Yeah. Do the uh, Commanders have any cap space? They have a ton, but I think they're going to stick with Brian Robinson and Tony Gibson. Yeah, they probably will. But that was just something I was throwing out there. Um, yeah, if he doesn't get re-signed. It could be us. That could be fun. <laughs> I mean, I, you also said Cardinals. I could see the Cardinals going yeah, after Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think Tony the Cardinals Pollard. are going to make a stupid signing because they always do. I mean, it's not exactly stupid. Tony Pollard is a great running back. No, I know. I'm just saying it would be better to uh, to use that cast base on something like your defense, which is like next to last in the league. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm, I didn't I'm think still about sticking that. Panthers, though. I think, that's I think that's a good place. He could I think go like anywhere, place. to be yeah, honest. But he would be good anywhere, honestly. Yeah. He's good at running and catching. Yeah. But. Okay, so next one is David Montgomery. So we it's pretty it's pretty for certain now that he's not gonna stay in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think there's been like I think everyone said their goodbyes at this point. Uh I said Baltimore. I'm gonna go Miami. Really? I'm gonna go Cardinals. I said Baltimore on this one. I think he I think that's a Baltimore thing to do. Sign uh-huh. a younger running back that hasn't exactly played well. We know that J.K. Dobbins is in that backfield, but we know they also like to run by committee. And he's really injury prone. Yeah, and so like you have it, you have a committee at that point. I think that that's what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna go Miami. I think they could. They have. They didn't have a clear cut number one running back. I know they traded for Jeff Wilson, but like they could get by committee and go uh, Montgomery too. I don't think that would be crazy. Yeah, Montgomery. I mean, he's good, but mm-hmm. I think Cardinals, like you guys have been saying, will make that running back signing. Well, we were talking any, about any day now. We were talking about Lamar, right? So John Harbaugh. I just, I just, see, I just got this tweet. He said, he says it clearly that Lamar Jackson is our quarterback, and there is a two hundred percent chance he stays, and that he's okay. involved in the OC hire. Like, whatever. Okay, I'm not gonna take. You better be giving him a bag then, yeah. because that's what he wants. Yeah. I, I don't think I. Uh... <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, that's just weird. I don't. I think that he will be involved in the OC hiring, but I don't think he's gonna be involved. He's gonna get. He's gonna want a bag. And they just paid uh, Roquan Smith. Smith, and well deserved. Roquan Smith like was is yeah, very Roquan's involved in that good, defense, man. but that was a good signing. I liked I liked that. I don't that trade. That was a good trade. I don't see them paying because like you, you can't be stuck in that offense forever. Exactly. Okay, so we got Der- David Montgomery off the board. Evan Ingram, he's Don't. been a really he's been a really like oh, under the radar. Agent? Yeah, I think he's going back to the Giants. Really? Yeah. No, he'll stay with the Jags. I think. I think I, I had him staying with the Jags, but he was. But the thing is, like, I I was watching the game and they made a very good point. Is like the dude's basically a wide receiver. Yeah. And they put him out as a tight end, so they don't have to pay him wide receiver money. Mm-hmm. So the problem with that arises is that if if he tries to ask for wide receiver money, which honestly he kind of deserves, he's played very well this season. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville won't be able to pay him. Yeah, that's fair. Jacksonville uh, doesn't have the cap space for that. I have him going back to the Giants because. Um, I thought they hated the, uh, hated each other. They might have. Who? The, the, Giants the Giants fans hate Evan Ingram. Yeah, they hated him. They didn't like him? Yeah, no, because he couldn't catch a football all. with him. He was actually bad on the Giants. But like He had like a one-year $9 million deal with the uh, 
Jags, and he's pl- he's balled out. He's played very well. well. He's, he's coming back to he's coming back to New York. Yeah, I said I said he signs another one year with the Jags. That's I fine. think I think if it's not the Jags, it may be the Jets. Okay. Like I see the Jets making some kind of move like that. They've like kind of struck out on tight ends. I'd like that. Yeah, that one's I mean. Yeah, Evan Ingram. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll say uh, resigns on a one year. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um. Okay. So next up, Marcus Peters. I got him going Ooh. to the Bengals. Bounced around a lot. Really. I got him going to the Bengals. Yeah. Ooh, I have one. him going to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, uh, that, that would be pretty Falcons. good. Yeah, him and AJ Terrell. That'd be a nice, nice little duo. But don't forget, Jesse Bates will is leaving. Will, yeah. Will probably leave. So I'm thinking. That's why they drafted. Dax I'm gonna Silva. go. Vikings. I'm thinking they go Marcus. Really. Vikings. Vikings. They oh, need man. secondary help. They do. Yeah. Very badly, and he uh-huh. could bring a little spark. I think they should definitely trade. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Harrison Smith. I think they should trade Harrison Smith. Yeah, they could get a lot. Man, they could he's... get like a uh, like a easily a second or a third, maybe uh-huh. a one attack on a late round pick with that as well. Yeah, I, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings for Marcus Peters. I got Bengals. I think Atlanta works better with him. Plus, we know how cocky he is. He's gonna want to be in <laughs> be be in his Dion mode. Yeah, dude. So, but him in Atlanta equals no good. Yeah, <laughs> no way. He's gonna, he's gonna be. He's good. gonna try to be like Dirty Bird in Atlanta, dude. I swear. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so Levante David. Some of you said retire. Oh yeah, retire. He's... I for whatever reason, I just have a hunch that he's gonna go to some off the wall team like the Browns. I say Chicago. I think they're gonna spend. I think they're going to spend a whole bunch. Of, they and we know they lost Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. so I think they they have they have a need for middle linebacker, and Levante David's going to be that yeah, guy. I have no reasoning behind this. I'm going Browns. You know what? I actually I'm going to go Cardinals because this is a signature Cardinals move to sign but a they, old they defensive have... player. JJ Watt, uh, Terrell Suggs. Well, yeah. what the, those two linebackers for Arizona have actually stepped up quite a bit. Uh, yeah, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah. Well, Simmons. well, they didn't sign Terrell Suggs to play. They signed him to teach. They did. I'm not talking about Terrell Suggs. No, I know. Well, I'm saying that I'm in that instance, like same little instance, like he's old. He, do we, what can you really do with him? He's just gonna be out there to teach. Them. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just think like teach Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. yeah, Isaiah Simmons is such a talented player that's been wasted by that football team. I'm so mad like, about that. Like so is Zayvon Collins. Like both those players, like Zayvon Collins was a switch between a linebacker. He was basically. He, I don't want to say Micah Parsons, but he had Micah Parsons potential like the year before he came out of the draft. Mm-hmm. And like he was playing on the edge consistently. He had like, I can't remember. I think he might have might have 15 sacks at, uh, uh, where did he play, uh, Zayvon Collins? I don't remember, but like I, I know it was a while ago. Um, but he was good. He was definitely good, and his talent's been wasted because he's being stuck in the middle the entire time. Same thing as Isaiah Simmons. He literally can play any position yeah, he wants Isaiah to. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is everywhere. He's it's, so fast, but... It's Jabril Peppers, but he's better than Jabril Peppers. Like, remember like how Jabril, good? Yes, yes. yes from Michigan, I loved dude. Jabril he was, Peppers. He was my guy. Like, I did not watch college football, but I was watching Michigan games for Just Jabril, for Jabril Peppers. Peppers. Bro, yeah. he's a linebacker returning kicks, dude. Like, what? Yeah, that was tough. Who I can't else even is lie. doing that? That was hard. Yeah. Um, Jesse Bates. Tampa Bay. This is what I'm saying. Is like I'm saying what he, he said. It's going to be an awful wall team. I think Houston Texans. I got Tampa Bay. Huh. They were Houston? twenty. They were third. They were twenty fourth in defense. I think Jesse Bates would be just what they need. Jamel De- Jamel Dean's leaving after this season. It's gonna be a perfect place for Jesse Bates to go. Dying safeties go to Houston and revitalize their career. Happened with Tyron Matthew. <laughs> happened with uh, like several others. But I think that I don't think Houston. I think Houston. I think I think that's a very a very likely I th- understanding. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. got a good rookie on that defense, Jalen Petrie. How do you say that last name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Petrie. Mm, I think I'm gonna go Seahawks. Really? Yeah. I I don't know that. I mean, they could use some help back there. I know they have good young corners. His ears perked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jamal Adams is coming back next year. Jamal so Adams is coming back, but I think that's that, gonna, if they know, could try to like, like, do it like that. Like, don't talk bad on Jamal Adams. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say he was gonna like like three years ago? Like there's a there's a freezing. You, you guys know what freezing cold takes are, is like the, the. Oh yeah, I love that account. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he posted something on a story like three years ago. That says I'm gonna win defensive player of the year the next three years, and yeah, they just posted freezing it. Freezing cold takes <laughs> didn't win any. That's funny. 
Well, Blitz well, Boy, dude, Blitz Boy. I mean, I mean, our, our, I just don't see us wanting secondary. That's my thing. Like, what mm-hmm. we have, Tariq, we have Kobe. You, you still need safeties though. Safeties yeah, are a big problem. Quandre Diggs, and then he hasn't been great. Quandre Diggs this season. Quandre's been sure he's, pretty, he's, he's been good. He's like our only. He's like our franchise record holder for like most seasons with three interceptions or something like that. That's an ESPN stat right there. Hey, that's a stat <laughs> that I I reached for it, but it's still a good stat. Like, grab it. Jamal's yeah. bad though. Like, come on, Jamal Adams is not coverage good. wise. Jamal I don't Adams think is he's not bad. Dude. He dudes dudes a linebacker. I'm not saying he's bad. He's good. The, he could play nickel, like sub linebacker, and then just have safety uh, help from Jesse Bates. Who's that guy who was like really good with the uh, Falcons? He's on the Cowboys now, but he played safety, and he Curse? was like Javon Curse. No, um, he was like super good. What he was super good with the Falcons, and he's on the Cowboys now. Or yeah, he, he was super good with the Falcons. He got hurt a lot, and then he went to the Cowboys, and he's playing linebacker right now. Um. Man, not I don't know. Hold on, I might have to look this up. I don't know who you're because about. like he was good. There was Jalen Smith, but he was with the Giants. No, it's not Jalen Smith. You, you recognize the name when I say it. Uh, let me say this. I'm thinking of Vic Beasley. No, <laughs> dude, he's in the XFL now. Oh, is he really? I think he just got drafted to the XFL. What a guy. Let me look. Hold on, give me one I have second. Absolutely no clue who you're talking about. Ron, uh, Ron Johnson. John Johnson, the third. Where'd he go? <laughs> John Johnson. Maybe he's not with them. Let me look. I'm really confused. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. Uh, <laughs> one second. Where is he? I no, but actually, do you really think our secondary needs help? I think your safe, your back end needs do. help. Yeah. Where is this guy at? I would go. That's that's my uh, hot take. You guys are gonna sign a safety. Okay, keep, ah. keep talking. Keep talking. I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. We, we, we got oh. done done talking about yeah. Jesse Bates. Yeah, I mean, throw yeah. the other guy out there. Okay, uh, the other guy was Jordan Poyer. Oh. Yeah, Micah Hyde's coming back. He's definitely going to be gone. Exactly. You have to pay him a lot. And yeah. he, like, did – he had a, he has a podcast, and he talked about – um, he was, like, giving thanks to the Buffalo Bills because this could be his last home game right yeah. here. Well, dude, who are you going to go, Poyer or Hyde? Hyde. All Hyde. You day. Go Hyde. All day you go Hyde. So – Keanu Neal. Oh, Keanu Neal. Oh, I, do, I do know who that is. I do is. know who that is. Yeah. Know who that he is. was really good with the Falcons, and then he got hurt a lot, and then he went to – Dallas became a linebacker, yeah. Why and that's I what know I. He went to Dallas. I didn't know that. He he's not on there anymore, but he was like, but no, he. Keanu knew it was a real deal. At one point. Wait, what the heck? Not. He was he's only like twenty seven. <laughs> what the heck happened, Keanu? Dude, like he was a Pro Bowler, <laughs> like in twenty seventeen. Oh, he was with Tampa this year. Was he really? He was with Tampa. He started eight games. Dang. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that either, but he was really good with Atlanta for, like, his rookie season, his, up to his, like, he has two good years with Tampa. Or not Tampa. He, he 2016, he, play, he played very well with Atlanta. 2017, played very well with Atlanta. Played one game in 2018. Played three games in 2019. And then fell off the face of the earth. Dang. So, you know, like, that's that's just, like, my – I don't know why he came up in conversation. Were we talking about Jamal Adams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see Jamal Adams, tra- like, converting to a linebacker if he doesn't play with, uh, with uh, in another team. So, um, with that Jordan Poirier, I can see us signing him. Mm-hmm. Like, but we'd have to trade away Jamal Adams and – For a bag of chips, basically. Yeah, you wouldn't get anything chips. for him. You get a fourth <laughs> for if you're lucky. a bag lucky. of chips. You get a I fourth mean, if you're lucky. I'm serious. Yeah. Dude. Uh, for yeah. for Jordan Poyer, I'm gonna go Lions. That defense I said was Buffalo. I think horrible. he's staying. I think he's staying with the Bills. He could stay. I would. I um, that could happen. I'm, Lions, I'm gonna go Lions. Lions. Yeah, I forgot about the Lions. You know, they need the, to rebuild. The yeah. one player that you know whose replacement was supposed to be right, Demar Hamlin. Oh yeah. Like that's who was playing in his absence. Like it oh was, yeah, it was Demar Hamlin. He was like third on the team in tackles. Like he, uh-huh. I don't think people understood how good Demar Hamlin was. Like this. He year. actually had. Yeah, he was. He was, he was cold. Him. He was good. But, like, that was who his replacement supposed to be. But now, obviously, his question, it's a big question for him. But uh, I think he stays. So mm-hmm. We're going to see, man. It's going to – no, you can't ever really pinpoint where no. someone's going to go. These are all just guesses. Yeah, exactly, because it also comes into Crazy what, stuff what they like. Every year. Yeah, yeah, what they like, whether they've had a good or bad experience with the coach. All that comes yeah. Into play. How their neg- negotiations go? Yeah. So should we talk about some head coach openings now? Uh, yeah. I know today, uh, Brian Leftwich just got fired. 
That was a big one. And uh, well, we can go like in order, like of the teams, and I can tell you who they've talked to. Yeah, go ahead. So we have Arizona Cardinals, their head coach, head coach position. They've interviewed Vance Joseph, who's their current defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to mm-hmm. be a good decision. They, it's not a good defense. Uh, we know that Vance jo- Joseph has had a good experience with uh, defenses, but he's just not. That's not been the move there. They also interviewed Aaron Glenn, who's Alliance defensive coordinator. Mm. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he, he had a good like last part of the season. Like, right. like Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn definitely has a leadership skill for that. They, they also interviewed. Yeah. Uh, they've 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 done their fair share of research on defensive like people. Uh, Ajiro Avero, Broncos defensive coordinator. Which okay, be, that, that's a good. I think that that'd be good. a great fit. I mean, he had a, he had a yeah. great defense. I want him as our DC so bad. <laughs> Sean Payton as well, but wow. Sean Sean he's making he won't me go mad. To the Cardinals. He's making me mad because you know what he's saying right now. He says he, he wants to be paid twenty million a yeah, year. Yeah, twenty million. I saw like, that. dude, you're not a top. You're not top five coach in the league. Dude, I can tell you. you uh, oh, here we go. Dolphins are firing defensive coordinator Josh Boyer. That just happened like forty five seconds ago. Really? Yeah. All right, new coach, new coach opening. But yeah, yeah, like I was saying, Arizona, they're looking really heavy into defensive coordinators. They also interviewed D'Amico Ryan's. He should get a head coach position because he is a very talented uh, mm-hmm. guy. I think that he's. They also Brian Flores, another defensive yeah. mind. Yeah. Yep. So they the defense. They've Vance Joseph, Aaron Glenn, Ajiro Avero, D'Amico Ryan's, Brian Flores. The only people they've interviewed that are not defensive. Central are Sean Payton and Frank Reich. Okay, that's so that's it. It options. looks to me like Arizona is going defense. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, they they almost have to. They have a whole. They have two X factors on the defense. They've almost wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. Absolutely, Isaiah Simmons. That was so sad. Yeah. Yeah, like because they have some very, very, very unique pieces on that side. Yeah. Buda Baker mm-hmm. to start. Isaiah Simmons, who Dog. should be everywhere. He should be a top five like defensive player in the league right yeah, he's now. He's so talented and they just at never come together. It's not it's not that it doesn't come together, it's that they stick him at middle linebacker and don't do anything with him. It's yeah. annoying. Like it, it's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. He almost needs to come off the edge or like play. Exactly. Yeah, he, he needs to come off the edge or maybe play in the flats. I don't know. Somewhere yeah. where he can move more freely without people getting in his way. Carolina Panthers, though, they're the next one. They're, they're, I think they're looking at more of a offensive approach, which I'm not surprised. They, they're looking at Jim Caldwell, who would be a really solid signing. He was former Lions and Colts head coach. Uh, Steve Wilkes, who was their interim. They played pretty solid under him, had one of the best running runs in the league. Or like the, I think they might stick with him. I think that was my original thought. But the one guy that I think they should hire, and I think they will hire, is Mike Kafka. Huh. He was the current Giants OC and was the Chiefs quarterback coach last year. So he had yeah, he one was. spectacular season calling plays for New York and he's and he just they just slaughtered uh mm-hmm. the Vikings. The Vikings and they played very sound offense all day long and so I think he's he's these should be the clear cut uh like head runner. They also interviewed Ken Dorsey, current Bills OC. Yeah, Dorsey, that could yeah. be he Dor- could go somewhere. I like Dorsey. I just I don't think I've seen enough of Dorsey. Like his team led the league in turn uh, not led the league, but he his team was very turnover heavy. His quarterback did. I, I mean, yeah, but like it, it just it, they can't run the football still. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is Brian da- Brian Dabble was just everywhere. You could drop everything. We know that. We look at him now. He's been doing great. I just don't see the same thing with Ken Dorsey quite yet. If right. that makes sense. Also interviewed Shane Steichen, Eagles offensive coordinator. I think that's a great move. Yeah, I think one of the Eagles or Bills coordinators is gone. For sure, I think one of the Eagles coordinators are for sure gone. You have, yeah. yeah, you you have to. They also interviewed Frank Reich, Kellen Moore, which is an interesting one because I don't like that dude's been interviewed about fifty times and still hasn't gotten a job. Mm-hmm. Um, Gerard Mayo, but I know that Mayo is trying to work on an extension to stay with the. I, he, he's Belichick's successor. Right. I think that he's for sure at that point, uh, and D'Amico Ryan's. So that's their interview list. So they've had a longer list, honestly. Right. Than most people. Uh, Denver. Uh, Do you guys have anything to add on that? No, not really. I mean, yeah, I, th- I, I, I'm gonna go with Wilkes. I, I think. think, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I got Kellen Moore. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't really know much about like a whole lot of these people, but I know Kellen Moore. He's been doing all right. I think. I think Kafka is the right move. I think Kafka's sound. Yeah. 
Kafka, I mean, Chief, went from Chiefs right. quarterback coach to the offensive coordinator for the Giants, who just went from like one of the worst teams in the league to like a playoff team. A, 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 they're in the divisional round, and they yeah. and I just thought I just said they they were going to be the Eagles. So mm-hmm. like, who I have what, confidence. Gonna happen, yeah. Um, but yeah, Denver Denver's looking for uh, experience. Like we said, that Arizona's looking for defense. Carolina's looking for offense. Denver's very obviously looking for a, a, an experienced coach. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's at the top of their list, without a doubt. They're looking for somebody to be able to— I just to... don't think he wants to go to Denver. Well, I don't think anybody does. Not no, that Denver should be the bottom yeah. of everybody's list. The thing yeah. is, like, they have no cap. They spend a whole bunch of money on a quarterback that's not playing well. No so, picks. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. I think they're going to try do? to find— <laughs> that's, that's why they're looking for experience. They're trying to they're... find a head coach to be able to— Since sell. Walmart bottom, dude— yeah. Very bad. Very bad. Very bad. Dan Quinn, another head uh, person hey, they've interviewed. Dan Quinn I could... liked it, yeah. Dan Quinn. Uh, I gotta Who look... was he the DC for? I got to look up a picture of Dan Cowboys. Quinn. Cowboys. Cowboys, right. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh, but we know Jim Harbaugh is confirmed staying. He'll stay, yeah. yeah. But they are looking defense still. I mean, they interviewed a, a Giro Averro, but I don't know if he's going to stay because he declined the interim head coach position when it was offered to him. Like... Over the season, remember that? Like, they were offered him first before they went to the whoever the guy was they right. hired midseason. Right. And so he just stayed the D.C. D'Amico Ryans and Raheem Morris are on that list as well. So, yeah, they look like they're going for somebody that could really mm-hmm. either prop them up or – I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I don't know a whole lot of people, yeah. Who, the like, fact like that they're interviewing D'Amico Ryans or Raheem Morris, especially Dan Quinn as well, for a head coaching position, position tells me that Ajiro Averro is not going to come back. Right. Because they would, they would hire an offensive head coach if they had a stellar defensive coordinator like Averro. Mm-hmm. So I think the expectation of that building right now is that he's gone. That's probably correct. We also... Is, um, is Calvin Ridley going back to the to the Falcons? The the he got traded to the Jaguars. To the Jaguars, yes. Yeah. I just it's scary. Yeah, I that was like that. the last like trade of that day of yeah. the trade deadline. I forgot. I, that totally mm-hmm. slipped my mind. Yeah, that's that's insane. That was a while. That was like the craziest draft or uh, trade deadline day we've ever had. There was like nine trades that day. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Houston though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I didn't agree with they handled their last two head coaches. Remember they they hired that one guy. I can't remember his name. He was um, what was his name? He the not their recent head coach, but the guy they they had the year the before. Romeo they just, Cornell. No, <laughs> he was the Chiefs wide receivers coach like a long time ago when they had like no a thousand yard receivers. Bill. There was a season where we didn't have a single touchdown. That's the guy. That's the guy who was our wide receivers coach. Um. Oh man, what's his name? But it wasn't guy the guy from this year. I could not tell you off the top of my head. But I didn't. Li- I, I know who you're talking about. Though. I can't. I I don't understand not why Bill they. Bill O'Brien. Hmm. I can't remember. Anyway, who was their head coach this year? Lovey Smith. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like how they handled that. I think not Lovey Smith was. He's good. He he's good. Like yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah they I, they got away too quick. Um, they're but, not patient enough. No, they're not. It's that rebuild is not going to happen overnight. You know, you have one of the worst rosters in the NFL. You got to let stuff settle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These guys, though, I think they're they're definitely looking young. Like mm-hmm. Houston's looking for younger guys. They should. They're going to have younger players. Ben Johnson, but he said he's staying with the Lions. D'Amico Ryan's uh, 49ers DC. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, Eagles DC. Ajiro Averro, Broncos DC. Steichen. Eagles offensive coordinator in Kafka. So it looks like they're going with the younger head coach. And they're also Thomas Brown, who's a Rams assistant head coach and the tight ends coach. Huh. So they're definitely staying young. They're not going with somebody. They're looking for somebody that, like, could step up and be mm-hmm. a good head coach in the future. Did that? I think that's the right move. I'd go young if I were them. They're going to have a lot of young players and stuff. Yeah. Indianapolis, they have a long list. I think they're also trying to go – with I, they're they're really questionable. Is that who Bianami? Uh, yeah, that's who he interviewed for. It's really weird because they're they're because you see there's a trend, and this was brought up on Twitter earlier at some point. Is that there's trends with certain teams? Like there's one team that'll only interview offensive personnel people, and there's some teams that'll only interview like experienced head coaches, and some teams that'll interview DCs. This is a really weird toss up. Like they 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 uh, interviewed Bubba Ventrone. 
who was their special teams coordinator. Uh, Aaron Glenn, Lions yeah. DC. Raheem <clears throat> Morris, Rams DC. Shane Steichen, Eagles offensive coordinator. Again, Ajiro Averro, probably the most popular head coach candidate at this point uh, for their uh, head coach position. B enemy. Uh, yeah. D'Amico Ryan's Dan Quinn and Ken Dorsey are all on that list. So they have a they have a they really don't know what direction they're going in. That's yeah, that's a very uh, split group there. I don't even know. I can't even venture a guess for the for the Colts. Yeah, I I I mean like they went Jeff Saturday, so yeah, I, I couldn't yeah, tell you I who know. they'd go. I honestly <laughs> like, tell if you there's there. one person on this list that I think would work very well there, I think it'd be Dan Quinn. Like I could see Dan yeah. Quinn succeeding there. They could. I mean, if he could coach up that defense and. Uh, I mean, that offense obviously needs a lot of work. They were bad this year. Yeah, but, for sure. But, we'll, uh, you know, he made, he made a Super Bowl run with Matt Ryan before. So. But here's the thing is, like, I think that whoever their head coach, because they haven't conducted a single inter- interview for their offensive coordinator position. Right. Which makes me think that whoever they hire, whoever they hire as their head coach, that person's going to bring forth somebody to be their offensive coordinator themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who, if it's, like, Aaron Glenn, then Aaron Glenn might bring, like, the quarterback's coach for – or the wide receiver's coach from the Detroit Lions to be the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Like, yeah, that's how that, sometimes that works. That could that could be the case. Dan Quinn reminds me of Dan Campbell, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. They kind of <laughs> look alike, dude. Same name. Yeah. Was that the, so, was that the end of it, or uh, – No, we – Actually, yes, that's the end of it. Okay. I got a question real quick. Okay, so, so we'll end off here after this yeah. uh, question from Draven. So Burrow is coming up. Does he Does he cut his contract down to keep Higgins? There's no way they're keeping both Higgins and Chase to begin with. Like, that's my – I, no, I, I Chase, don't understand. Chase's it. contract ends next year. So well, I know, but like, old, but so like next year they could sign Higgins to a one year. They're pay, they'd have to pay both players top five wide so, receiver wait, money. So Higgins has one more year and then he's a free agent. No, Higgins is a free agent this year. No, after like this he, season, he's believe, he's right? they they have to. He's one more on his rookie deal. I thought. He yeah, one he has more one more year. after this year, but he's he's extension eligible. Oh, this extension. Okay. okay, okay. So so is Burrow. So do they give him money? I guess do they give Burrow money, or do they hold off? Oh. I don't know if they want to try and extend Higgins, Chase, and Burrow in the they same can't. off season. Well, they can't. They can't extend Chase yet. Right. Well, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't. I don't think they want to wait and do it all next year when Chase I, is eligible. Here's the thing. I. I'm just astonished. There's no way they can keep all three. Like, you. You are basically. That's, that's so much money. That's sixty percent of the <clears throat> team's money and three players. Like, think about that. You're gonna pay Joe Burrow top five quarterback money. Jamar no, Chase. No, but is I'm going, saying. But Joe Burrow. Like, do you see him taking that pay? Cut? Yes. He's gonna take. He's gonna take money. Cut. I guarantee he's going to take money. Yeah, I think he takes money too. Yeah, but how T. much? Higgins, like two hundred seventy-five mil or something, something crazy like that. I'm thinking not a big contract. I think it is. I, I think, think he Tom Brady's it and doesn't get a big contract. I think I think it's the exact opposite. I think he's going to take a big contract. He's going to request a big contract. I don't think he's the type of guy to hold out. But I think he's no. going to. He's going to. It's going to be like a six year. He's going to get paid. He'll get paid. In my six opinion, year, two hundred fifty million is my guess. In my opinion, I think Burrow knows the like what it's like to have a good team and he likes to have a good team so yeah. i would say he would put forth his his team's best effort i mean in college he had the greatest team of all yeah, time it would be i his, mean still efforts you can't pay two wide receivers to, like jamar chase is definitely asking for tyreek hill money he's, next I was offseason. Say, he's gonna ask for 150 i yeah. would say he's gonna but, ask but higgins is gonna T. ask higgins, for 80 90 T. Higgins is going to ask for top five wide receiver money because that's what he is. He's a top five wide receiver in terms of talent, and if he if if they won't pay him that, somebody will make them make him their wide yeah, receiver one. They're gonna get yeah. offered somewhere. I just I there's no feasible way that they will keep Burrow, Higgins, and Chase in two years and still. They're be already good. paying Mixon a lot of money too, aren't they? I know it's and so they just weird. Paid Collins a lot of money. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if they can. Like at this point, like there's there's an obvious reason they didn't sign Jesse Bates because they want to save that money. Uh-huh. They don't want to give Jesse Bates that money. That's that's cool. That's great. But you're going to suffer from a mediocre defense forever if you sign those three to a contract as big as they're mm-hmm. going to request. That's true. Like it's awesome they have offensive talent. I'm glad for them. But at that point in time, like you can't sign all three of them. There's no way because that that's accounting for more than half of your money mm-hmm. total. That, yeah, that's I agree with like, Brock. Yeah, uh, that, that would be like, I I guess I don't agree because um, 
I think Joe Burrow's not going to ask for top five. Okay, well, even with if he asks for ten million a season, which that sounds stupid, you're still paying like north of twenty million for both T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Yeah, I, I just I, I see them being able to do it. I well, you're paying you're paying Joe Burrow at least twenty million. Well, that's one that's of a them, team friendly no. deal. Oh yeah, one of them is going to get an absolute bag, and I think it's going to be Burrow, which is going to hurt them the most. I think I, I do agree with that. Uh huh. But I think like there's no way they keep Higgins. Yeah. Like if they if they keep Chase Higgins, will stay and they'll sign someone else. They'll keep Boyd or whatever. But I think Higgins is gone. Boyd is. This is this is why like you have so much talent. But like the smart move for them, sign Joe Burrow. It doesn't have to be a ridiculous contract. I agree with you, but I think that he's going to ask for a lot of money. You could sign him to that contract. Trade Higgins now. Mm-hmm. Get picks. Rebuild some of that defense and keep, rebuild that offensive line. You can get a first and a third for T Higgins at this point. Like I'm not even joking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then and then you re-sign Jamar Chase. Like even if that, you Mm -hmm. have Tyler Boyd, who's a he's a he's a a starter, Mm -hmm. and you can go re-sign a cheap veteran whiteout. Yeah, like that would be the smart move for them to do. But no, what they're gonna do is they're gonna try to make it work where they extend Higgins and they extend Chase, and they're gonna be in cap ruin for the next five seasons after twenty twenty four. Interesting. I, I believe that they're going to try to make it work, too. I, I just, like, the thing is, like, they can make it work. I'm totally confident in them making it work. Mm-hmm. It's just that the rest of the team's going to suck. Yeah. I mean, they are. I would say those three make up 60% of the team's, like, like um, efficiency, I guess. Or, like... Well, it's not even that. It's, like, you, you have no money for other positions. Like, you're going well, to have to I know that. Up... Their defense will be bad, but I'm saying, like... It's not like it's crazy they now. They count for, like, I mean, it's better. over it's 60% well. of the, that team's success. Yeah, exactly. So why wouldn't you put all the money in the people that are making that's, it happen? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting kind of situation they're in right now. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Because they're, like, they, they almost have too much talent. Like, how has that ever been a problem? Well, it's not a problem. It's just, like... When the when those are all in the rookie deals, mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. they ask for that money, yeah. there's no way you can pay them without biting the bullet somewhere else, and that's the problem. Is like they're gonna bite the bullet way too hard. <laughs> they're not gonna have any money for that defense yeah. or that offensive line, and you're gonna get Burrow killed. <laughs> anyway, I think that's uh, yeah. I think that does it. Sorry, <laughs> that does it. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see what happens with the Joe Burrow extension. We'll see what happens in these yeah. playoffs. The divisional round is kicking off this weekend. On Saturday, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. And this has been the whole nine yards on KZLX. I believe that's it for the week. We'll be back here on Thursday next week at 1 o'clock, like always, to go over the divisional round and predict the championship games. And I'm pretty sure that's it. So we look forward to being back here next week, and have a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening.